Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Husmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Husmo Black. Welcome to the Hushville Black Forum. You got me, Hushville, driving this train this evening. Ha- Happy New Year to all uh, you all. Uh, it's 2023, January 7th, 2023, a day after the anniversary of uh, January 6th uh, insurrection there at the uh, Capitol. Uh, they uh, was all over that thing last night at the uh, Republican, well, uh, not Republican, but the election of a new Speaker of the House, uh, Kevin McCarthy, after some 15 rounds of shenanigans, finally eked out a, a win to uh, to get the speakers uh, speakers uh, gavel there for the uh, for the House for the 118th. Congress, um, 118th Congress, first time in 155, first time since 1855 that uh, uh, that thing went uh, this long, uh, and first time in 100 years since 1923 that it actually went longer than the first uh, vote uh, to get a new Speaker of the House, uh, Hakeem Jeffries. The Democrat from New York uh, was the Democrat, uh, Democratic uh, uh, nominated uh, nominee rather for that job, and he got uh, 212 votes. Kevin McCarthy got 216 after uh, uh, some horse trading. I heard somebody say, quoting the Bible, that. Uh, Somewhere in Mark chapter 8, it says something about what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and uh, lose his soul. Now, <laughs> that, 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 that may be uh, pretty much what's happened to uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh he had to give up a lot. He had to give up an awful lot uh, to become Speaker of the House there, y'all. Uh, I don't know if he's ever going to be able to govern uh, or move anything through that House for the next two years. I hope so. He's got an awful strong partner in Hakeem Jeffries, uh, the leader of uh minority there in the house uh Hakeem Jeffries uh, uh, ex- exposed himself to the rest of the nation last night and a lot of people was just uh, tuning in to him that is a strong strong uh politician you know. <laughs> Hakeem Jeffries uh maybe our next our next president, Democratic president, anyway, I believe he uh, has all the qualities to uh, move on up the line. Uh, the guy's awful, awful uh, sharp. Team Jeffries, keep an eye on him, y'all. Hey, got me to. Got me Hushville driving this train tonight. You uh, tuned into the Hushville Black Forum over uh, Blog Talk Radio, y'all. We got a call in number one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. That's a free call in to the Hushville Black Forum. We uh, twenty twenty two. We was in and out mostly about the last three two years. Uh, well, 2021 and 22, you know, almost three years now since this COVID thing has been with us. And we uh, kind of took a high, 
ate us for uh, the better half, the better part of uh, three years uh, dealing with COVID. You know, we uh, <laughs> just uh, not that uh, we was off the air because of COVID, but uh, we uh, wanted to take a, a breather, and that COVID gave us the perfect uh, opportunity to uh, to uh, speak. Give us the perfect opportunity to get away for a while, kind of recharge. Uh, uh, we're back out here for 2023. Hopefully, we'll, we'll uh, try to be with you every Saturday from 7 to 9. We probably won't do the full two hours initially. We're just uh, gearing back up. Did want to come out and uh, see what you all thought about. Uh, the Speaker of the House race and the new uh, House majority, the uh, House of Representatives, the Republican hold about, I don't know, a nine, nine, I, what, 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 what are they got? They got a nine vote advantage over there in the House, but the, the Republicans can't lose but force uh, votes on any legislation. So it's going to be a mess trying to get. Um, some kind of governing done unless uh, he come over to uh, come over to uh, work with the Democrats and hopefully that will be the case because uh, when uh, both parties work together that's only uh, good for the country so we'll see I think uh, they're going to be able to get a few things done it's going to be mostly messy. The Republicans are already talking about uh, uh, investigating this and investigating that, and they hold oversight over this and that and cutting this. They uh, got a lot on their agenda, but already they're talking about sitting out subpoenas and subpoenaing Hunter Biden. And, you know, that's crazy. What they don't realize is all these committees that's being formed, every time uh, they send out a a peanut to someone, the Democrats have the ability to do the same thing. And uh, there's no going back on the 9-11 because the 9-11 committee covered all of that. They interviewed some 2,000 people. There's no way <laughs> that they could go back and uh, uh, re-interview any of those folks because all the interviews is taped. And uh, so there's nobody, there's uh, not much they can do on Nance, uh, uh, January 6th, uh, but start prosecuting people, start prosecuting people who uh, was involved in it and perpetrated it, starting with Donald Trump, the ex-president, who uh, Kevin McCarthy came out and started congratulating him as if Donald Trump did anything to get him, to get him elected. <laughs> If anything, he was a hindrance to him having to put up with all the shenanigans that he uh, had to deal with. I'm not worried about the fights on the committees because that's I think uh, the Democrats has a uh, clear. Uh, uh, <laughs> Your uh, uh, cut uh, knowledge advantage, uh, intellectual advantage uh, uh, in the house. <laughs> so, and I, I guarantee you, that's going to come in handy when they start uh, uh, trying to wrangle about uh, different uh, uh, approaches to government there. So I feel pretty good about uh, uh, things to come in 2023. I was glad to get rid of y'all. Yeah, Santa Claus is good to y'all. I haven't been out, been out since Santa Claus came around. Santa Claus is real good to me. I want to. I just uh, I'm thankful for another year. Uh, Santa Claus is really good. I'm energized about the new year. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you all uh, had a good uh, a good holiday season. 
It's back to work now, y'all. Monday, come Monday, it's back to work. Most folks have been kind of on holiday routines since Thanksgiving. I, I can remember the time when I was coming up. We used to party. I started Thanksgiving all the way to this coming Monday after New Year's. <laughs> and it was one party after another. Every week somebody was having a party or we was doing something. But uh, young folks, I don't know, young folks may still do that type of thing. I don't know. When I was coming up, these was the party generation, I suppose. The whole way he got here was walking an impossible tightrope, and the tightrope's only going to get more narrow going forward. I mean, it becomes a strain. <laughs> Annie and Daniel, thank you very much for taking us off. I, uh, you know, folks, we haven't seen a debacle for how long? Uh, more than 100 years. Can you even imagine what it would be like to Tomorrow, Hakeem. Oh, no, what's the name? Damar Hamlin. Damar, Damar Hamlin, the football uh, defensive back for the Buffalo Bills that collapsed this past Monday night. Um, heart stop. Had a heart uh, attack. That's what I'm going to call him. They called it some kind of, uh, you know, when anybody's heart stopped, in my mind, it's a heart attack. But it was the result of a uh, tackle. He tackled uh, 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 Cincinnati uh, Bingo player after he caught a pass. Uh, the Cincinnati Bingo player caught a pass and uh, uh, DeMar Hamlin tackled him. Seemed like a pretty, you know, uh, uh, ordinary play. He wasn't vicious or violent, but uh, the receiver's uh, shoulder looked like it uh, hit uh, DeMar Hamlin right in the heart. Right in the heart. And uh, uh, somehow the medical folks are trying to explain that that electrical system of the heart that was in some kind of position that uh, the blow kind of shocked it into a rest or, or stopped it. Uh, and they had to go out and resuscitate uh Jamar Hamlin on the field had to give him CPR and uh, bring out one of those darn uh, uh, shock machines that uh, to uh, jumpstart his heart again. And from what I hear, they had to do that on the field. They got him started, but once he got in the hospital, his heart stopped again, uh, and they had to do it. So yeah, but uh, since then. He's made uh, some remarkable uh, uh, recovery uh, to the point the first two or three days he was in the hospital, he couldn't talk. He did come to his, uh, got most of his faculties back here about two days ago. He was able to write and respond to the medical folks. But now I believe that he's at the point where he can actually talk on his own. And that's great, great news. We were all praying uh, for uh, Damar Hamlin and uh, the power of prayer. That's up to it, yeah. I believe it. Uh, anyway, uh, he's up and uh, not up, but uh, he is corresponding uh, with his uh, teammates. And uh, I don't know how long it's going to take him to pull the recover to the point where he can get up and start kind of moving around on his own. That might be a while off, but uh, uh, yeah, to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, young man, 24, in great, great uh, physical shape. All those NFL players in great shape, by the way. And that can't do nothing but help. That couldn't do nothing but help his situation. Uh, I uh, Plus, this guy's got great, great character. Uh, for what all I can, you know, ascertain, uh, just a great, great uh, human being. Uh, we all was praying for him, and thank God that uh looked like he's uh, going to have a pretty good outcome. Uh, I don't know, y'all. Something. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls. 
And uh, what time is it here, y'all? It's about uh, mm, 15 after, so it's about time for a break. Uh, we're going to take a quick call for the pause. Ah, I suppose. Hey, we've been out here so long. Uh, we got to get our uh, on-air voice uh, back. But we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Y'all hanging there. You got me, Hushbo. I'm driving the train this evening, y'all. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
think I changed my mind about these glasses. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Hushmore Black Forum. You got me, Hushmore, driving this train. It's about 820, 720 in the ATL, y'all. Beautiful day here in the ATL, y'all. 62 degrees. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, Hushmore should have been on the golf course today. <laughs> we kind of, yeah, uh, haven't been out in the couple of three weeks there. It looks like we're trying to uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get out one day next week. You know, I, we old folks, I, get, I play in the old folks league and uh seems like me every week two or three of us are in uh, the doctor's office <laughs> trying, trying to uh, uh, get to a, a place where we can get out there and function, but, uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, just thankful for some of the weather we've had around in the last couple of days, uh, uh, unlike the stuff going on up, uh, north of the large portion of the country has been hit with some really devastating, uh, uh, weather. I mean, Buffalo all up around there, and wow, it's just been uh, pretty crazy. Hopefully, fast uh, winter too, you know. So you expect winter uh, type weather and uh, uh, in the winter time, but uh, they've had some uh, historical uh, weather events. Uh, here uh, in the last month or so, and hopefully those people up there will uh, cut that thing all right. Uh, it's, I've got friends up that way, and uh, hopefully they'll be uh, able to uh, see the sun in a, in a day or so. Um, Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell hanging out last week. They, uh, I've been really across that bridge uh, probably several times over over the years. I used to live uh, in Ohio, and I go go there quite often now. Uh, go through Cincinnati all the way up to uh, Akron, around Akron, Barberton, Cleveland, around that way, and uh, go right. Red across that bridge over Kentucky, uh, over to Cincinnati. It's a beautiful uh, area, by the way, just uh, the skyline. But the bridge is just about falling apart, y'all. I'd be nervous to have to cross that thing every day. I don't. <laughs> I'd be. I'd be pretty nervous about it, and I seem like every. And politicians uh, want a photo op uh, dealing with uh, infrastructure. They uh, go uh, to that bridge and uh, talk about the necessity of uh, uh, putting some money in that thing before it falls apart. It was something like 3% of the nation's uh, GDP come across that bridge every year. Three percent of the nation's GDP crossed that bridge from Ohio to Cincinnati every year. That's a big number, y'all. <laughs> Trucks uh, mostly carrying uh, uh, carrying goods. Uh, that's a big number. Three percent of the GDP crossed that bridge every year. You think? Uh, the politicians would be able to find money or before now. Now they have. I think they got something like $1.7 billion set aside uh, uh, to make repairs on that thing, on on the infrastructure. I don't know how much they got for that particular bridge by itself, but it's millions that's going to take to uh, uh, I'm thinking they just going to blow that thing up and uh, put a 
another structure up there, seemed like to me. It would be uh, the cheapest and the best thing to do. I got my uh, January 6th report book, y'all. In fact, I was going to order two of them. I ordered two, the one with Ari, Ari Melber's uh, foreword, and then the res- uh, another one, but they sent me two of one. I'm, one of my daughters done claimed it already, so it, 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 it didn't go to waste. This is a monstrous thing. I don't know, some of you might remember the uh, uh, 9-11 uh, report. This thing looked like it might be just about twice the, <laughs> twice the size of that uh, 9-11 report. This is a humongous, this is a lot of work there, all these people. That, that that committee put in and did an excellent excellent job. From what I, I you know I've gotten into a little of it. I've been cruising through it back and forth. You know it, it's going to take a while. <laughs> it's going to take a while for me to uh, get through the whole thing. But I'll read a a few pages a day until I uh, kind of get through. Uh, the important parts. I believe if you just read the executive uh, summary, I will uh, give you a real good uh, handle on the information that's in uh, in the book. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, everybody need to get one for the library. The January sixth report by the House, the January sixth committee. I got, like I said, I've got both versions, the one with and without Ari Melbourne's uh, foreword. Uh, both of them are the same other than uh, Ari Melbourne did the foreword on one of them. I, I bought both of them. And, uh, yeah, uh, just a lot of work here. Pennsylvania. They tracked this guy down in Pennsylvania somewhere. Uh, so he drove all the way across the country. Seemed like to I me mean, he was a student out there. Uh, and uh, uh, where was he a student in uh, the next state over? I guess it was Washington State, uh, Washington University, working on his doctorate degree in criminology or something to that effect. But he had interactions with one of the students that were uh, was killed. My question uh, is still, how did he pull this off by himself? How could he stab four people to death? I, you know, I don't know if he, did he uh, sedate them? Did he uh, tie them up at gunpoint? Or what happened there? I am still perplexed. Uh, about this thing, and I'm sure a lot of other people are too, and uh, still looking for answers on just what happened. Because I don't know. Uh, they arrested this guy and said that uh, his DNA uh, tied him to the uh, to the uh, murders. Uh, but did he have help? It's unbelievable. I can't even conceive of one person being able to to do that amount of damage uh, by himself. Uh, 
I, I suppose it's possible, but I don't know. I, I'm still, uh, you know, of course, I'm sure more uh, information will come out of this thing move along. Uh, we're still waiting on what the Justice Department is going to do with this fabulous report, all this work that uh, the January 6th uh, committee put in and turned it all over to uh, the Attorney General Garrett Myrick, uh, whatever his name is. I'm curious to see what he's going to do. He's been asking for the material, and now he's got it all. The Justice Department's got a lot of work to do. Georgia Bulldogs and TCU, Texas Christian University, Monday night uh, for the uh, National Championship, football National Championship college. And, uh, of course, I'm going with the Bulldogs, y'all. It's going to be a heck of a game, though, because already TCU is uh, upset (laughs) of Michigan. That uh, everybody thought was gonna be there. Georgia beat Ohio State. Great, great games, by the way, too. Uh, Ohio State. I want to commend them uh, on the game that they played uh, uh, last. This is last Saturday. Just a great, great. Both of the games were good. Now, both of those uh, teams that played their hard out, all four of them, anybody, any one of the four could have won the game. That's what I like about uh, this year's uh, playoff. Everybody that played for the championship, the four teams that played, uh, deserved to be there. There was no chucking and jiving about whether or not they deserve to be there. Each one of those teams deserved <laughs> to be there, y'all. Yeah, all great, great games. Uh, so hopefully uh, it'll be a good game Monday night. Uh, they're on the West Coast, so I guess that game's not going to start until, I don't know, uh, 8, 9 o'clock. Alexa, when do the NCAA football Alexa, when does the football game start, the college football game start Monday night? February 3rd, 2019 at 11.30 p.m. Alexa, when do Georgia and TCU play Monday? In the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl last Saturday, December 31st. The first-ranked Georgia Bulldogs football team beat the fourth-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes 42-41. to Georgia's next game is at home against TCU next Monday, January 9th at 7.30 p.m. 7.30 p.m. they'll be playing, so, okay. Uh, I've got the neatest little tool, y'all. You know how you pretty well Google everything, uh, uh, now on your computer, you can do it by voice. I mean, all your smartphones got access to Alexa or Siri or whatever. I've got this thing by. I'm not sure about that. 
I've got this thing by Microsoft called, uh, what is it, the dot, Echo Dot, and uh, you can just speak uh, into it and it'll tell you, go out and do the search for you. It's almost like a Google search engine, but really neat. Uh, I've got some, I don't know, three or four of them around in my house. Uh, one of them I've got... Uh, with a 10-inch uh, CRT screen on it, and you can watch uh, your whole house there. It's got a camera on it, and the thing's really sophisticated stuff, y'all. It's all a, this uh, artificial intelligence uh, is getting to be quite uh, the thing. And, uh, yeah, if you want to check it out, go to Amazon and uh, check this thing out. It's uh, Echo Dot, I believe that's what it's called. Oh, 30 bucks. You know, you can get a battery uh, backup. If you don't want to keep it plugged in, you can uh, get this battery uh, uh, backup that uh, will uh, allow you to disconnect it and take it around uh, uh, using the battery for six, seven, eight hours there. It's uh, it's handy for me. I can, you know, just uh, ask it to search different things there. I mean, it looks up you know, anything that you want. Any, anything that you can do with a Google search uh, engine. That's just a little handier for me. In fact, I was thinking about giving a couple of my golfing buddies uh, <laughs> uh, presents. I normally get them something for the holiday, for this Christmas. And this might be uh, the gift. They don't know it yet. <laughs> I don't know why this thing keeps going off here. This didn't, uh, used to do that. For some reason, the screen is uh, all of a sudden it's blanking out. Now, it used to do that. Why is it doing it now? I have no idea. Why the screen is blanking now? Uh, I don't like it because it means that I can't see my uh, studio and I have to go in here and uh, kind of bang on it to get it back. Wake up. Okay, there it is. Okay. Uh, like I said, I've, I've been out uh, for the last three years. This is 2020, 2021, 2020. That's three years of this COVID. It's just uh, kind of, uh, wow, left us kind of cheesy. Now, one thing, one thing, um, We're going to get back uh, on the road this year. I'm going to try to plan a trip somewhere (laughs) this year on vacation because we haven't had a real vacation. Now, we did go to a funeral up in Ohio uh, last year in 2022, but that was the first time that we had been out the state, I believe, in the last three years. The only time that we ventured outside the state uh, in three years. So this year we're going to try to uh, get out for a few days and uh, kind of get back to some kind of normal uh, life. But this COVID thing is still with us, y'all. You all still be uh, uh, still white yourself. Uh, and uh, I carry my mask. I got a I got a box of a mask in my car everywhere I go. I don't go nowhere without them. And, uh, uh, you know, I put one on, but I'm, uh, my immune system, I don't know how strong it is. I got all my shots and all the boosters. At my age, I can't take a chance. So I I uh, trust the science. A lot of folks, a lot of my friends don't. But I trust the science. So I got all my boosters, and if they need me to get another one, I'll get another one. <laughs> I, I, ain't no shame in the Hushmo game when it comes to this COVID thing. I, 
president is going out to the border tomorrow uh, for the first time since he's been president. I mean, but the man only been in office two years. I mean, he's sending his surrogates down there. So, you know, the president can't be all places all all the time. I mean, that's a serious problem on the border, no doubt. Uh, but Congress has got to uh, come up with a fix for that. The president can't fix it by itself. Uh, the Congress. That's what they. Uh, that's what we send them there for to solve problems. They can't look at that president. Talk about the president. Do you do? Hey, that's Congress's job, and it's been going on an uh, ongoing problem for the last fifty years. I don't want to hear this stuff about the president doing this and the president. Let the Congress. That's what they do. Kevin McCarthy and all that gang of crazies up there want to do something. Fix that border. Don't talk about the president. You fix the border. You, uh, the in Congress. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have some work on that this year. Since you want to blame the president, hey, get to work on it. If you if you want to solve that problem, get to work. Uh, the Democrats already said they will to work with you on issues that uh, that. Uh, Concern the American people. That's one issue. You get to work on it now. Start Monday. Forget about Hunter Biden and uh, the <laughs> FBI and work on that border. That should be your first uh, obligation. He said one of his first things was going to be a meeting at the border. Go down there and fix that problem. Go down there. Now, that is something I, I can uh, uh, get behind. Uh, uh, the Republicans, I'm sure the Democrats are going to be willing to work with you on that. Get to work. Uh, but all this other, this other craziness that has nothing to do with advancing uh, the lives of uh, Americans is crazy. You don't need to be working on it. You're wasting time. Uh, January 6th had an obligation to uh, investigate an attack on our democracy. That's a whole different uh uh, a certain a set of circumstances there. It ain't like uh, going off on a wild goose. That was an attack on the uh, 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 country. Uh, domestic a terrorist attack on our uh, uh, country there. That has to be prosecuted. Has to be investigated. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the former president was involved in it, which uh, this book that I got in my hand uh, certainly seemed to point uh, that way. He, along with all the rest of the folks that was involved in it, has got to be prosecuted. Or, or the uh, rule of law in this country is going to get way out of hand. You know? Yeah, Anybody who had, was involved in that insurrection that... Uh, attack on our uh, uh, country has got to be has got to be uh, prosecuted. Well, they got an analysis of the attack. Now, here's a little uh, analysis of that thing on starting on page 637. Uh, kind of go into uh, who is that character? I can't make him out. Um, Today is Christmas in the Eastern Orthodox Church, and Russian President Vladimir Putin had ordered a 36-hour ceasefire to mark the holiday. But in shocking news to absolutely no one, Putin did not make good on the truth he called for. NBC News Matt Bradley has the latest from Kiev. Yeah, guys, so it is Russian Orthodox Christmas or Eastern Orthodox Christmas here in Ukraine and in Russia and Ukraine. President Vladimir Zelensky, he got a lot of the top items this week from his Christmas list. You saw him in Washington earlier last week when he got those Patriot missile systems and a huge gob of money. And just the same thing happened just now, just yesterday, when he got once again billions of dollars in aid from Washington, along with some of the big ticket items on his wish list like those Bradley fighting vehicles, and earlier in the week, similar fighting vehicles from Paris and Berlin 
These are things that he's been asking for, but he wants more. He wants tanks, longer range missile systems. But, you know, when we're talking about war. Yeah, it was a uh, analysis of an attack and started on page 637. It's got a picture of that uh, uh, Henry Terrio, Enrico Terrio, the head of uh, the Proud Boys, posted sometime on uh, January the 6th. And, uh, yeah, well, that guy may should be in jail, I'm pretty sure. Um, they need to be in jail. This is a analysis of the attack there. Uh, between you know, you can you don't have to read this whole six hundred page voluminous uh, uh, piece of work. Uh, just read sections of it, like the executive uh, summary, maybe this analysis of the attack, and just bits and parts of you know every time. Uh, something come up, you want to uh, just go into it and uh, read it. It's got a, a pretty good index that you can kind of see. Uh, just uh, pick up the index and just go and see what uh, that you uh, think is important to you. The index is, uh, where does that index start at? Uh, forward. Let's see if January 6th report, uh, final report of uh, select committee. See if they got an index, even committee staff. Uh, uh, yeah, just the uh. Uh, yeah, speaking of safety in football, I just heard I'm, I'm listening to uh, uh, Simone Sanders, and they're talking about uh, the foot the player, Jamar Hamlin there. You know, when I was playing football in high school, high in high school back in the 60s, 50s, in the 60s there, uh, it seemed like to me the shoulder pass was made different. It seemed like to me those shoulder pads that we used to wear had a, uh, a pad that covers your whole chest. And that thing, when you slipped it over your shoulder, pretty heavy stuff, solid leather and thick uh, padding, and uh, it covered your whole torso in front so that your heart was never exposed, uh, uh, you know, except uh, under that uh, that uh, padding. Now, whether that would have helped, it seemed like to me some sharp engineer could come up with some kind of plastic, lightweight body shield that uh, uh, that players could be wearing uh, that would protect uh, blows like that to the heart. Uh, they got the they got the material today. Shoot, I mean it'd be paper thin and stuff that uh, is a thousand times stronger than the junk that we was wearing back then. Although that did provide, uh, in my mind, a certain amount of uh, protection. Now the players, it seems, have discarded all of that stuff, and I don't know what they wear now, but they better get back. They better get some engineers working on some kind of body armor. Uh, that protects the torso, especially the area around the heart that may be susceptible to uh, blows like uh, the one that uh, 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 the blows that uh, DeMar Hammond encountered there uh, with that and that tackle and that uh, on that play. Uh, I can see where uh, yeah, you need some kind of updated. Uh, Material. I mean, it got NASA and all of us got all kind of strong material that's paper thin that uh, they can put something over that, your whole body there that's uh, solid that uh, you know, could protect the players uh, from the players union. I'm 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 getting to work on that right now with the owners. They're going to come up with something to better protect. Of the players uh, now, if they haven't thought of that or started working on it, something's wrong. They need to right away 
are looking at uh, the equipment that uh, these players are wearing. You know. uh, yeah. Uh, Jim Brown, the great uh, Jim Brown, was the first player that I can remember that discarded his hip pads. They used to have hip pads, pretty much like the shoulder pads, all leather stuff that covers your hips. And you have to strap that thing on. <laughs> Thigh pads, knee pads. Yeah, you was protected back there when I uh, was playing. I mean, you had more stuff on. And uh, Jim Brown came into the league. He discarded his hip pads uh, for these kind of uh, a diver type of uh, 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 shorts, uh, uh, padded, but you know, very little padded around his hips, and uh, uh, that was the uh, forerunner of uh, what these players are wearing now. They just discarded all of the protection. They got these little thin-looking uh, shoulder pads, and I see, uh, seem like to me, is not providing much protection at all. They have got to get back to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, now, the players, I mean, they're making millions of dollars. No way in the world I'm going to take a chance on not having the best equipment I can possibly have to uh, protect my body that will, uh, you know, enable me to uh, put in a few more years of uh, longevity uh, playing of the game that's bringing in a huge amount of income for me. I don't know. Hopefully that uh, they are working on that. I'm sure uh, as we speak. Uh, hey, y'all. It's just about uh, the Hutchville Black uh, Forum. is just about coming up on 8 o'clock. We're going to call this thing a... Uh, we're going to call it the night. And uh, try to get back out here next week, same time, same station. Where is this? The 7 and 7 is going to be the 14th. We'll be back out here next Saturday night. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, be able to uh, go the whole two hours. When I, you know... Um, we're going to gradually work our way back into it. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll be able to go next week, uh, like I said, a whole two hours. But until then, y'all, <clears throat> y'all be safe and have a great weekend. Uh, until then, you got me, Hushville, driving this train this evening, y'all. Uh, y'all be good. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum. Advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Heisman Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.